0: Are you ready to be inspired? Are you ready to find your passion? Are you ready and willing to make the difference? What would it take for someone to dedicate their time and effort to help and to be in service of those with special needs? My guest, Miss Incredible. Debbie Overland will shed the light on her passion to help those with special needs.
1: Welcome to Your Life Now radio show where your life matters. Your host, Coach Ria, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now radio show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea.
0: Hello. Welcome, my friends. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for joining us, whether you are listening to the show live, archived, or if you have downloaded the show on iTunes or from the Stitcher app. Thank you all. Much love to you. Uh, Just a quick intro. I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching, leadership coaching, and training company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a professional and a personal level. All the guests that come on the show are experts in their field, and you are welcome to contact them directly from the information I provide on the show i just like to set my intention before we get started here. My intention of hosting the show is to inspire you. I'd like to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. It's really all up to you. So all I ask of you is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your life. So why don't you live it your way? I also like to put this disclaimer out. The show is intended to be for information purpose and thought provoking. I am expert and professional in my field and I welcome you to contact me for further information. And you can do that by going to www.yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. We have a great, amazing show for you guys today. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, I will introduce you to our amazing guest. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you so much.
1: Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments.
0: Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thanks again for joining us. Whether you are listening to the show live or archive, I do appreciate each one of you. So just a quick reminder, the show will be archived the minute we go off the air. So it's available for you to download, to listen to it again, right here on this link. Or you can also go to iTunes in the podcast section and also listen there or download it. As well as the Stitcher app. So if you have the Stitcher app for your smartphone, you can listen to the show. All the episodes available right there on the Stitcher app. Our amazing guest today, Debbie Overland, or Debbie O., is a board certified family nurse practitioner, a community leader, a researcher, author, public speaker, disability transition expert, certified dementia coach, and advocate for people with disability. Please help me welcome our incredible guest, Debbie O. Welcome, Debbie. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you for being here. Uh-
2: Oh, it is cool. such a great honor. Thank you so much for having me. I, this is a lot of fun already. I can tell.
0: <laughs> well, we try to have fun here. We try to share a lot of information, a lot yes. of helpful tips, but we have fun here on this show. So, welcome. Thank you for being here.
2: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: You know the the nice thing about what I do. It was so funny. I took my uh, um, my dog, I was dog Bella, which you probably seen her picture of. sometime. I posted yes. her Instagram everywhere. <laughs> you know, I took her to her for physical, right? And she goes uh-huh. to a holistic dad who is also a friend of mine who has been on our show as well. And he asked me this question. He said, Let me ask you, why do you do the radio? And I said, that's really funny because you've never listened to my introduction, have you?
2: I <laughs> think <laughs> he needs to listen. <laughs> I, well, he does. He's been on. a guest. But, like, he's wondering,
0: like, why do I put the episodes oh. It's time to produce this show? And I do produce every single episode myself. You know, I mean, I, I pride myself of doing that because I really enjoy doing it. And I told him. I said I really do enjoy doing it. But one of the other things that I really, really love about what I do with the radio is people like you who come on the show and inspire me, inspire me in such a way that I just feel like I got goosebumps right now. Like what Aww. makes people like yourself do what they do? And we'll, start well with that. You. Oh, my God. Debbie, my friend, I, I am, like, so inspired by you. It's amazing, Aww. amazing what you do. And stuff. Oh, so, you're so kind. No, but, <laughs> you know, it's true. And I don't think for anybody who's listening, and I do hope people share the show, people who've been, you know, um, mm-hmm. in a situation where you have to deal or you know, mm-hmm. have to care, not yes. deal, mm-hmm. care. Caregiver
2: yeah
0: for deal well, also, <laughs> exactly will you care you being a caregiver for young adults with disability, and you doing that, and you know so when I think about it, and I just say, You know what, I am not sure I can do that, well, I am also not sure that I could be a doctor. my brother is a doctor, he's an m d and I remember like you know we were kids, and he started the medical school, and I wanted to go, I'm like, I can never be that person. Not because I can be a caregiver. I mean any yeah. woman to a mother, by nature they are a caregiver. But to go sure. to the extent to actually be responsible or caring for someone who really can rely on you, you know, yeah. I I, I and, and I have such a like a, a, a soft, you know, um what do you call it? Like I I mean I get like so emo <laughs> I can do that. So let me ask you Yes. What inspired you? How did you become? I know you are a
2: certified, you know, nurse. Yes. How did the whole thing start? Would you just briefly explain to us? Yes. Well, actually, um, I became a nurse because I have, you know, I had family members who were nurses. And, and I, I like taking care of people. I like trying to make a difference. I like trying to solve problems. And then, lo and behold, um, after uh, many years of of trying to become pregnant, I became pregnant with my, our first son, Christopher. And then, when I was 39, I became pregnant with our daughter, Lizzie. And Lizzie is uh, going is now 20. She just had a birthday. And uh, of course, kids do not come with instruction books, but yeah. thank goodness. I was a family nurse practitioner, and I had been one for for, for some time. And uh, so that kind of gave me a leg up on looking at the family dynamics and having a child with special needs. And my daughter's given me permission to say that, you know, that she has P12 deletion disorder, which is a rare chromosomal disorder. Uh, she has slightly low cognition, but oh my gosh, Ria! I have learned so much on this journey from Lizzie, from other parents, and it is not easy. Uh, but I am bound and determined uh, to uh, to make it a good journey. And what I these young people inspire me as as she's gotten older, and meeting other young people, artists, and writers, and and, and computer geeks And non-verbal Young adults Who get jobs So mm. it makes me say to other people Don't tell me you can't do so and so You know right. <laughs> Don't tell right. me you're having a bad day <laughs> You know, you don't feel like doing this And I'm not saying It's easy um, uh, I, I talk To many, many groups across The country and um, I wrote a book and and just cut me off because you're talking about my passion here, so I can go on and on. But um, one one issue is, you know, the parents or guardians must take care of themselves, and they get stuck. You know, like they're mm-hmm. they're young adults, 22. Services are going to get cut off. They've got to get a job. They've got to have a place mm-hmm. to live. Um, and they, they they go, oh my gosh, you know, what, what are we going to do? And they panic and. I've been in many groups where um, I'll say, hmm, you know, we've got the list of, you know, 14 pages of things we're supposed to contact, places, organizations. wonder what happened. And we we'll go around the room and tears start. And so I discovered an old, you know, I, I didn't discover it. I re- recalled an old nursing theory called chronic sorrow. So I've been asked to speak about that a lot, so I decided to write a little e-book called Chronic Happy <laughs> Because I the Lost yes. uh-huh. <laughs> Chronic Sorrow. Oh boy, I'm gonna get that one. <laughs> but uh it basically just gives some tid- uh tidbits. as a little um it's chronic happy and, and um uh, and how to achieve it and it's a special need parent survival guide because chronic sorrow kinda comes and goes. It was first studied with uh, parents with uh kids with disabilities and now they've found People, you know, anyone with a disability, you know, new or chronic Ill- illness, go through these ups and downs, ups and downs. You never know what's going to trigger it. If, if you know that such a thing exists and it's normal, you know, to miss the function of your legs, for example, or, or you know, to, uh, to go to a bridal shower and know that your daughter or your son is... You know, probably not going to get married. In many cases, they do. But I'm just saying, you know, things can trigger, um, can trigger this sorrow. If you know ahead of time you're going to go to an event, then it's about taking care of yourself, um, and and just kind of letting that week be the not so stressful week. And you know, as caregivers, we don't even know when we're exhausted. We don't. Yeah, it has to right. be planned. You you got to plan your respite time, and right. uh, so those are some things. You know, I I've given a lot of talks to from medical schools to nursing schools to um, organizations or or whatever, and you know you can give all the caregiver pamphlets you want but it takes going up cuz it's not just someone. dealing
0: with the actual, you know, like the patient, mm-hmm. right? You really, I mean, right. you also your focus is the caregiver, like the parents, the people who are yes. in that person's life because if they're
2: not strong, they can't help someone else, right? So, it's, oh, they're exhausted, you know, and, right. and 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 part of the dementia um uh, care uh uh certification is Is the I I swear to goodness is like they don't even know when they're exhausted. They're they're so accustomed, and sometimes you know I've gone up to someone at a break and just you know seen some pain or fatigue in their eyes and just you know took their hand and said, you know how's it going? What's going on? And they just start sobbing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like well, let's move over by the water fountain here and talk a minute. So um I, I don't know it, it it's not that I'm happy to see them sob or, or but it's it's just that uh, it just reinforces we we have to reach out and we have to plan ahead our downtime, our fun time, our travel time, our time with our partners or our soulmates or or whatever or or we'll lose that. And that's no sort of life. If we don't have a life How is that young adult we're trying to mentor and work with day in and day out, repeat, 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 repeat the same things over and over? How can you do that if you don't take care of yourself?
0: Well, that's, so, um, that you made just a great great point because we bring this up on the show quite often, pretty much every time, and this is not mm-hmm. even related to any, you know, special needs people, anybody with disability, sure. it's just life in general. When you are a caregiver mm-hmm. or you're somebody who cares for somebody who depends on you, if you are not well and you can't take care of yourself, first, mm-hmm. you are not in a position to take care of anybody else so Uh that's what you know a lot of time and I love that you're focused because you're not only a nurse who just like deals with a patient and most of the time you know my whole issues with like how we we, the the whole medical system here you know like how we just really focus on the system on on the symptoms we don't really focus Uh on the actual patient the family and all the stuff and I think will make a huge difference in their quality of life, the patient, the people, like you know, in that case here, you know, people with special needs, people with mm-hmm. you know, young, you know, young adult, adults with disability, you know, if if the caregiver really not you know been, you know what I mean, like really focused yeah. on to, I'm not sure how they're going to be able to take care of them. So always remember, you come mm-hmm. first. The person who is whole comes first you gotta take care of yourself first because if you
2: are not whole, you can't help someone else absolutely may may i share a story i uh um, I, I I a, a little uh i wrote a little uh just a little blog on on facebook a very 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 dear friend jamar landrum n f l player um uh, uh, is now a, uh, a spokesperson for ID Life Nutrition, whatever. This isn't a, a plug necessarily for Jamar, but I really got close to this young man. I w- I did I do have a small practice, and I use you know um, light therapy and laser therapy and so on. And we worked on his knee mm-hmm. for a while, and I got to know him, and just got to know what a deep wonderful soul he uh, he is. I say was he is. He moved to St. Louis. Well, the night um, that he left town, he came by and told uh, told me goodbye, and told Lizzie goodbye, and everything. And I thought about how Jamar had inspired me to take care of myself. And I, I had a flashback kind of as a young nurse in surgical ICU. Mm-hmm. I was taking care of a young man, and anyone who's read my Facebook you know little page or the note about this, and Jamar knows you know this is old news, but. Um, but I was taking care of this gentleman, very uncomfortable. He was in surgical ICU, but uh, we were getting ready to go out to the floor, you know, getting got his little bed bath and everything ready. And I was about to get him in a chair, and suddenly blood pressure dropped, Open lines, put him in what they call or his, you know, head down, coated him, and he died. <laughs> and, um, it, yeah, died. Uh, and this was just – it was – he, just only because of his age, was he even in surgical ICU for, you know, 24 hours for an observation. And he had a very rare, and you know, it just so happened, he was in the hospital, he had a dissected um, aortic aneurysm. Uh, it wasn't anything the surgeons had done or missed. It wasn't anything I had done or missed or whatever. I mean, it just happened. You know, he's like he lost his color, lost his pulse, and he was coded. So the code went, as they say, well. I mean, you know, it ran smoothly. It, mm-hmm. You know, It didn't have a, the outcome we would hope for. And it was all pretty much routine. And called the family and we cleaned the patient up. Uh, this was many, many years ago, so there's no way you can tell who this man was. Um, but called the family in. And um, I was okay, Rhea, until uh, the daughter, who was about my age at the time, in her late 20s, uh, I'm now uh, 58, but uh, she was in her late 20s. I was in my late 20s, and she came in, and because they had just seen him and knew he, they they had seen what bed he was going to on the floor, you know, they they were anticipating just like I was, and it was it was just a big shock. And she said, "Daddy," and started crying. I stepped around mm-hmm. the curtain, and I started crying. <laughs> I I mean, it was. And, you know bless his soul he was gone but i saw the effect it had on this young woman she was you know Dah! she just wailed like a wounded animal um and a friend of mine came up a colleague and touched my hand and i shook my head no you know I'm no, like no 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 i'm going to finish this up you know i need to get these lines down and you know get this place you know this straightened up we're going to have another admission coming and she says no and she saw that you know i just couldn't stop the tears i I was muffled, but I, I couldn't stop it. And she says, Debo, you know, there were, there were four Debbies in the inter- intensive care unit at the time. I was Debo. That's kind of how Debo got started. She says, Debo, uh, go to the back, take a break. And I said, no, 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 no I'm fine, I'm fine. And she says, Debo. And she t- she took my by the hand and she says, worry when you cannot cry. That's oh. when you want to worry. Right, wow. So I went to the back, sob, sob, got it all out of my system. I don't even remember what happened. But what made me think of that was how Jamar, uh, I was going to a circumstance, and this young man, football player, and here I am, a woman in my 50s, I'm a healthcare provider, I'm tough, I'm, you know, okay, young athlete, sit here, let me see that knee, no, it's got fluid on it, blah, 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 you know, <laughs> But he saw something, and I was going to a personal trial at the time, and he did this. It, it reminded me of my friend taking old he, he would tell me repeatedly, at times, you know, uh, I'm, he, called, he nicknamed me Doc. I'm here for you, Doc. Okay, if you need anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and here he was moving, but uh, I, it made me think. You know, you never know. I don't know that he knew. Uh, you know, he always thanked me for helping him out, but, you know, he was really helping me out and showing me, you know, how to be healthy and how to be strong. He didn't even know he was doing that. So I guess the moral of the story is we can, any of us at any given time, not even realize how exhausted we are or that we do need that care, but, uh, uh, and I won't say especially caregivers, but anyone. We've got to take care of ourselves and just, just him you know, reaching Debbie,
0: out. You I mean, and you're the, you know, you're the expert. This is your field of expertise, you know, um, yeah. okay. nutrition, I mean, health and, and yeah. you know, uh, mm-hmm. being a nurse. But you mm-hmm. know what? I think, you know, I mean, just like, you know, just like working with people or even just observing people. I'm a very good observer. I see how people, like, really they don't realize how bad they feel until mm-hmm. something really seriously goes wrong with mm-hmm. them. hmm well, oh, and, and, and then they'll, and they'll oh, go into fight or flight. Like, why do we wait so long? Like, why do we wait oh. so long to actually realize, you know, that we need to take care of ourselves?
2: I think a lot of times, like in, quote, doing our jobs, we're in fight or flight mode, adrenaline's pumping, we're doing our thing, we're in our role. You know, we're in the role. And especially during an emergency uh, or a crisis situation, seeing in special needs parents or athletes, you know, even, you know, playing football. I mean, that's just like having 16 car wrecks. You know, <laughs> every game. Uh,
3: yeah.
2: But they're they're in that fight or flight. You know, we're in our role, and um, uh, I think uh, and I think it kind of slowly creeps up on us, from what I can tell. And I think also we don't value ourselves maybe sometimes like we should. Uh, I've noticed, you know, at least with some of my parent, you know, some of the parents I've worked with. Um, and and they don't realize our young adults with special needs are all kinds of levels, different levels. But they're watching, you know. So if we don't value ourselves, if I'm tired and cranky, or if I'm just you know sad well, can I tell you another story? <laughs> may, or may I tell you another story? Sure, love <laughs> <enough> story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Well, I was I was driving along, um, and I'll make this quick. I was driving along. And um, uh, uh, when, especially when my daughter was a little bit younger, I would be thinking to myself, all my things to do, you know, okay, you've got to go by the store, you to do this, get my laptop, go by the cleaners, mm-hmm. you to know, do this, 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 that, that. And um, my daughter would just be a little chatty Kathy. Well, let's see, we took the doll for a walk today, then at school we had so-and-so, and then so-and-so broke his crayons, and then the teacher got upset, and then all of a sudden she's quiet. And and I've kind of tuned her out. I mean, because she's telling every little detail—the yellow crayon, the blue one, the green one—and the teacher and the you know the you know the substitute teacher did this and that. And I'm just driving along and I've kind of tuned her out. And then she gets quiet, and then she'd say, "Mom, look at the sky. The sky is beautiful today, isn't it, Mom?" And in other words, it was telling me, "Yeah, I know you're not paying attention to me." But it's a beautiful day, right? It's a beautiful day today. And it could be gray or cloudy or
0: beautiful. She's trying to get your attention, yeah. She's trying to get your attention,
2: yeah. Yeah, and so... so, uh Go ahead. Uh That was best. I mean, to me, that's very... You know, she's very sensitive, and so we can't discount just because, you know, a, quote, measured IQ is a certain amount... These kids are watching us, and they can tell when we're preoccupied. And, and it, it always drew me up short. Like, okay, be in the moment, like Coach Rhea says, be in the moment.
3: Yeah, I'm the queen of now.
2: Be in the now. <laughs> I see. <Yep>. I listen. <laughs> Yes, yes, because that's
0: where everything happens in the now. It's so, you know, like, it would be so interesting if we all can bring ourselves to right now and think about what we think, what we feel, what, what is going on. You know, a lot of things will become a lot more manageable. But, I mean, in this case, really here, we're really talking not about necessary the special need, you know, um, um, kids or young you know, adults. You know, we're really talking more about the caregiver, what it takes, to be mm-hmm. that person, whether you are a nurse or just a caregiver. You know, I mean, you have to have the patient. You have to have the, 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 you know, the passion inside of you to be wanted to help somebody else because I'm telling you, this is not for everybody. I mean, you know, I, I just think about, like, just a parent, right? Like, you take care right. of your kids who are healthy. They have no issues, whatever. That's a lot, and you still have to be paying attention. So I can't imagine having someone with special needs what would it take for someone you know to be that person that person who can keep plugging who can deliver who can care for someone who really needs them i mean you know I, I always think about like you know when like for instance take babies right
3: babies
0: they have special needs right they can't really do much for themselves you know, so what do you do? You nurse them, you take care of them. You know, it's a joy because your mother, you know, all the stuff. Okay. But when they get older, it's you know, I mean, like I, I actually go back now that I'm thinking about like your story. I go back to my mother. You know, we had um um I had a brother with a special need, and my mom, she really like she had a nervous breakdown. She couldn't take, I it, it was really, yeah, for six years she was caring for my brother who couldn't take care of himself. I mean, it was a really sad, you know, situation. Like, and I'm sure there's tons of, you know, stories out there that are really heartbreaking. But, you know, he was a healthy kid and one day he was healthy and one day he woke up and he went to the hospital. We don't know what happened there but then mm-hmm. he had, like, some sort of meningitis or whatever, and he was oh. paralyzed. He was literally paralyzed. He couldn't take care of himself. He couldn't do anything. Oh. And I think, you know, we, she was so focusing on him, she forgot to focus on herself.
2: Yes. And, and, and you know, we guilt. were kids. I'm sorry. Oh.
0: Oh, and then they kill fucking But it's hard. I, yeah. yeah. Well, last week, actually, in celebration of Mother's Day, we had a show about mothers. And I brought my own mom on the show and I did interview her. And oh. I interviewed three other amazing women out there. And you know what? It takes a village, right? I'm sure it does. It
2: does. Oh, I say it takes a universe. <laughs> Seriously. I know. A village. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. We're gonna take a short break, and okay. when we come back,
0: we're gonna talk more about your ebook. We're gonna talk about what it, you know, what some of the tips and helpful tips that you mm. can share with some of these caregivers about taking care okay. of their kids, and or Absolutely. not just the study kids, anybody that they have um, special needs. Mm-hmm. So we'll be right back. Right back. So please stay tuned. Okay, thank you.
1: Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments.
0: from 273 pounds to a marathoner and a fitness instructor. Through her own struggle, Casey D. Germain learned that she would rather be strong woman and fit on her own terms. She learned that skinny is not necessarily healthy and you must strive to be your healthiest, not a number on the scale. She learned to push herself and try new things and face her obstacles and meet her goals. She pushed her body to do something she never dreamed it would be done. Now, KCD is a certified personal trainer, Pilates instructor, a weight loss specialist, and fitness nutrition specialist. If you like KCD to help you write the next chapter of your life, you can reach her at coachkcdj@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Again, that's kcdj at gmail.com. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, whether you're listening to the show live or archive. I do appreciate you guys. So this is what some of the samples of some of the sponsored ads that we do here on the show. We actually produce these ads. Um, and so if you are interested, make sure you contact us at yourlifenow.info and we'll be more than happy to give you some kind of, you know, sample or anything like that that you'll be interested in doing, um, whether you are a guest or you will be want to be be a guest on the show, we love to hear from you. So um, we have a great guest. As always, I, I, you know, I'm like I love what I do. Thank you so much for Aww. being here, Debbie. Debbie's here Aww. to us. She is a caregiver. She is a board certified family nurse practitioner. She's a community mm-hmm. leader. Check out the show page that we have. I created a little um, photo with you, for you. I don't know if you saw that from the link. Uh, uh, Debbie, yeah. with you and uh, Governor um, Greg Abbott, the, yeah. the Texas Governor. And some yeah. of the stuff that you do, you do a lot of uh, um, work. You are a researcher. Mm-hmm. You are an author. Mm-hmm. You are a speaker. Mm-hmm. You are a disability transition expert. Certified dementia coach and advocate for people with disability. Before the break, you told us a little couple of stories. We love to hear mm-hmm. stories. And you told us also what inspired you to be the person that you are. And uh, you continue to do amazing work out there. And we want to really spread the word out there so people, you know, to see how we can support you and even support uh. people like you in any community. Uh who can, you know, reach out and help and, and be in, in, in service of others who really can use our help. So I want to I read something that I, I really kind of like. I'm always inspired by certain things that people say, and I, I want to quote what you said here. You said, greatness is embracing others for the benefit of the greater good. We are meant to empower others, seek out their greatness, passion, and purpose. We are all different, which makes us special. Our acceptance of being special is our bond and our greatness. Beautifully said. And of course, thank you you. for saying that. Because it really is like many times we try to figure out what is greatness. Like what is it to be great? What is it to be on purpose? And how could we live our passion? And, and you know, it's, it's a lot of different things that come to mind when we think about, you know, living our passion. And I think we all have a story, right? Why we do what we do. What inspired us? And, and um, you know, you shared your story with us about, you know, your daughter. You, talk, you, sh- you shared how, you know, some of the things that, that you know, happens in your life that really got you to actually extend what you do as a nurse to become, you know, a community leader, to become a disability transition expert, to become that person who deals with the parents. You wrote your ebook, Chronic Happy. It's a ebook about how to achieve, you know, uh, I'm sorry, it's a it's, mm-hmm. happy, yes. and how to mm-hmm. achieve it. Yes. yes, a special needs parents survival guide. Okay, so yes. we're not really here because we know there's a lot of special needs people out there. The show yes. is really intended to inspire the people who are givers or people mm-hmm. who really, you know, out there mm-hmm. in a position that they are, it, they, they give service to those who yes. need them. People who, you know, whether it's it's uh, young adults with disability or, you know. So tell us more. Like, how do you, yes. how do you keep oh. these parents? You know oh. understand you know that this is really something a lot more than just taking care of of these um oh. tell us more <laughs>
2: yeah well there' there's so um, i I've got about um four or five things I try to um uh, get you know get across or or uh, if people are in a position where they can process there's processing content you know and and um the content um I want them to know, you know, I I talked to, you know, like I could say many groups um, of parents, and I want them to know, you are flawed. You're not perfect. You're not mm-hmm. perfect. Nobody mm-hmm. expects you to be perfect.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: you are you are flawed. And a lot of times, you know, I'll get heads will look down. But I want you to forgive yourself for that because no one's expecting you to be perfect. So give yourself a break. And I'll say it in different ways. Um, I'll open uh, I, I, uh cave one talking. I had Michael Jackson, you know, kind of,
3: <laughs>
2: not the real Michael Jackson, but his song, <laughs> Beat It, that got a little attention. Um, but what I'm saying is, is they are special. I mean, you can't be perfect all the time. Uh, reach And it's out. okay not to be perfect, right? It's, it's okay. So the world isn't perfect. It's okay. That's, it's
0: okay.
3: You
2: can be angry. You can say, I say oh, you won't yes. believe what I said to my child. You won't believe it. I said, oh, yes, I bet I will.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, I, I'm not that. Well, we live with guilt.
0: We live with, we live with <laughs> guilt. We feel like we need to do more. We feel like we're not doing enough, mm-hmm. you know. And I think, you know, you got to give yourself a break, and you got to realize that you are not mm-hmm. perfect and you can yeah. get it all done. And you are doing your best. As long as you yeah. know you are doing your best of what you, what you have, you
2: know, what you can do. And then forgive yourself. If you yelled yeah. or you threw something down or whatever, forgive yourself, you know. Just say, I'm sorry. Forget it and, and keep moving. A girlfriend of mine, Sue who is wonderful, Uh, he's a triathlete, she says, forward, girlfriend, forward. (laughs) Let's keep moving forward. (laughs) It's not just to skip over anything. I mean, of course, if you've hurt someone, you know, ask their forgiveness. But forgive yourself and just accept yourself. I can do so much. I get tired at night. I go to bed early or whatever it is and then for god's sake and i use i don't mean to use god's name in vain but or whoever your higher power is love yourself you know because that higher power loves you so love yourself enough to take care of yourself it is so hard for us as a society we we beat ourselves up and we expect so much of ourselves um so i i try to um to Get caregivers to to understand that you are a caregiver giver. You got to give back. <laughs> you gotta take yeah, take some <laughs> You got to you got to take some of it too, and and find find some joy. You know, like. The jazz festival coming up. I'm gonna get you here, Coach Ria, for the jazz festival. I don't even know the dates off I, top hey, of my let's head. let's talk about the jazz. <laughs> jazz it up a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna right. be there. <laughs> good, good. Have some fun. We have yes. to. You know, someone told me that it's it's uh, it, or I read uh, so maybe Tony Robbins or, or somebody said it's um, uh, it's easy, quote easy, to be sad hmm. or. To beat ourselves up or to get in the grind, you know, on the grindstone, it's more difficult to find fun stuff or be happy. And at first, when I read that, I thought oh, that's not true, but it is. Uh, you know, you, you got to work. You got to schedule it in there, um, and you got to know. Okay, um, uh, you know, look at your own pattern. Some people are night people. Some people are day people. Um, I find as I get more senior in my years <laughs> that I go to bed a little earlier right. and I used I used to say, Oh, I'm getting older, I have to go to bed and I was like, hell with it. I have to go to bed a little earlier. Excuse me, everything <laughs> You know. You you don't yourself
0: to do something you know what I mean, like it just you know, if you need to go to bed early because you need to mm-hmm. rest, then go to bed early. I think we, we really try to analyze things too much, you know, yeah. where we overthink it. Like I, I think, you know, yeah. simplifying is, is uh, um, really um is the key here to try to simplify our lives. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to to tell you about like, you know, cuz this is and I hope you have some kind of stories <laughs> like this that you can share. I just saw this. My brother as I told you, he's a doctor yeah. and he's uh um he uh, um uh, his his specialty is uh, melanoma. Melanoma. I think wow. the it. Okay. Anyway, wow. so he posted today this, which is really kind of relevant to what we're saying here about the caregiver. He said because he is like when you deal with with patients yes. and stuff like that. Okay, so he said a retiring music teacher in a small town told his students, "This is like his town where he uh, uh-huh. where he worked." That he the reason he was able to teach an extra nine years is for being treated, you know, by you know by my brother at yes. the cancer center. Yes. So you know yes. what happened? His student wrote the wrote my brother bunch uh-huh. of thank you letter mm-hmm. and uh-huh. raise some money for my, because my brother, like, the, he runs, they bike, they they do a fundraiser for miles for my, my Loma, and uh-huh. so they actually raise money for, uh-huh. you know, because you know, because oh. just to tell you how really oh. uh, um, important that role that you, oh. my brother, and, and and whatever it is that you profession, when you care for someone else and you really made a difference in someone else's life, you know, oh. it goes a long way.
2: I don't even know your brother, and I love him. You know, <laughs> because you should, you what should, a I'll difference! I'll send you a connection. Of, uh, oh, what a difference! He a really made. great
0: guy. Of course, he's my brother. I'm going to say that, but he is a great guy. Oh, I
2: tell you, our doctors. The do- I love the doctors I work with. They sacrifice. You know, people say, "Oh, the doctor doesn't care." Oh, the doctor only spends ten minutes. The doctors dictated a lot of times by insurance or the front office or or the emergency that's coming up next. I our doctors. I mean, I, I um, talk about pushing themselves. Um, doctors sacrifice a lot.
0: Um, they do. There is the good ones. And it is not so good one, unfortunately. Yeah. And I have to tell you, like my brother got offered like some huge offer to work for pharmaceutical because of his research and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to stay connected to his patients. So he did not mm-hmm. want to give his practice to mm-hmm. see patient because of his the relationship that he has you know with mm-hmm. that he builds with his with his patient and I think that that kind of oh. we need more of it you know we really yes. need, need more of it people who really care like no. you you care you don't just and do I, this because you're just a nurse you care you yeah. extend your work yeah. in the community yeah. you 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 get involved in the public speaking so you can actually share that message. Mm-hmm. You know, to yeah. to educate, you know, the disability yeah. and the caregiver, you know, like how do, you, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you manage your life, you know, and then the yeah. dementia coach, I mean dementia coach, um, oh. when you get certified, you know, mm-hmm. did you have anybody that you had to care for who has uh, dementia? Uh,
2: well, I, you know, a, a lot of times, and um, we find that especially with our baby boomers, uh, and the reason I got the certification in dementia care is the baby boomers are dealing with an elderly, uh, either mm-hmm. chronically disabled senior you know, family member, uh, a mother, father, sister, whatever, uh, and they're raising this young adult who's 19, 20, you know. that I mean, it's like two worlds. Um, so there could be a lot of frustration in the family, And there is a tendency, like you say, there's good and bad nurses. There's good and bad, you know, anything. Anything, Um, right? Right. Any, 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 any profession's got good. And I, and and sometimes we do tend to uh, medicate, you know, over medicate our seniors uh, or our young adults, but uh, particularly our seniors, just to kind of, you know, um, keep them uh, medicated and
3: uh, sitting there.
2: So they're not in the well, way. I do talking about this because I have a different philosophy about. <laughs> I know, I know, and I say we, I'm just the queen's we, but uh, but a lot of times you go into the family, and you know what? If you give them a cup of decaf coffee you just sit at the table and two cookies at night, even if they're uh, you know diabetic, but they're controlled diabetic, that's gonna do a lot more and and give you a little more free time, you know. So it's just a matter of going and seeing the family dynamics, spending a little time. It's a little time consuming, um, and um, I, I I try to get sponsorships from large companies so I don't charge the families per se, because everybody's living on a very fixed budget, especially the baby right. boomers, you know, and and the right, seniors. Right. So um so but so I just and it takes some time, you know the. Might have a a young adult who's bouncing off the wall, you know, bless their hearts, but you know they're just they're hyperactive or whatever or nonverbal, and then a demented mother or father who keeps wandering out the front door, and there's this middle-aged man or woman or couple. uh, It just it takes a little bit of kind of breaking things down, if you will, uh, into uh, who can do what and what's your limit, you know, and let's see all of the meds. A lot of times I find Mm -hmm. a lot of medication errors. And it's not the doctors. I mean, I have found trunk fulls of, of, uh, I mean, car trunks of medications, (laughs) full of medications. Wow. You know, because the doctor knows that they wrote the last, you know, the last orders. In the meantime, you know, they've gone to several different specialists, and then they're taking some, you know, supplements. Uh, you know, I like the ID Life supplements, but I told Logan, "Saw, I am your worst nightmare because <laughs> I'll still say take your list to your primary care provider so you know to make sure if you're going to have sur- surgery, you may not need to be on your omega threes and sixes. You know, you may need to hold those or whatever." And he's like, "Hey, you know, i <laughs> but I like it because they're they're at least you know what's in in those supplements. I'm not you know here to sell." I'd um, I like to let J- Jamar does a good job of that, <laughs> but, but but what I'm saying is, you know, look through you know, many times is what what the uh, seniors or what the young adults are taking in medication. So that's where I feel blessed as a family nurse practitioner, you know, that I had that background. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of work, but it's. So you do also, I don't know, like, it's a you know, passion. so you evaluate, you evaluate what they mm-hmm.
0: take in, and and you try mm-hmm. to, you know, suggest mm-hmm. like a nutritional, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, definitely what they're eating. You know, there's uh, some some of our seniors that just eat ice cream all day. You know, <laughs> ice cream. which you know, I, I, hey, I like ice cream too. And, and in a sense, you think, you know, what they're 95, let them have their darn ice cream but not probably every single meal, you know, and then they're having diarrhea. I mean, you know, you, this really takes a lot well, of you were thinking like Why would they, right? <laughs>
0: well, the diet, look at the diet. I mean, it. it yeah. you know, it, there's a lot of things that are involved, and, and, you know, like a really proper care is the key here. And, you know, again, you can't really expect the person who is with that kind of, you know, situation yeah. to take care of themselves because you really need somebody else to take care of them. So it really comes down to... Mm-hmm. The caregiver, whoever is caring for these, we need to change things. And I think that's what I really, I mean, my, my, you know, I I put the disclaimer out all the time that the show is really intended to be for information purpose and thought provoking, Uh but we do have a voice, okay? And I'm sharing the voice here, and I hope people are listening. We are not against, I, I mean, I I do have my thing about like you know how we operate and how we do things and how Mm -hmm. we like really try to numb the situation versus dealing with the actual cause of the problem and how to make it manageable because sometimes you know might not be a cure right so like for dementia or something like that maybe it's too late right right but you can make it better you can manage just you know the the condition Mm -hmm. better by doing certain things not suppressing. Just exactly.
2: Simple. Or or saying, my mom doesn't, oh, no, my mom's not going to do tacky stuff. Um, she doesn't like iPad. No, she she wouldn't be able to work that. And so, you know, I'll just pull an iPad out and look something up on it, a picture or whatever. Next thing you know. I mean, it's not like I'm any kind of miracle worker or anything, but it's, the families get so tired um, and, um, I don't know, sometimes it's just a different perspective um, right. for them. And and then I've got to make sure I take you know take time off and and everything too. But I, I love even even one little thing. If we can change one little thing to make a you know a day you know days easier, um, it's very rewarding to me. Um,
0: you know, actually, it's I, interesting because my mom is seventy five and she's in good health and you know and uh, but you know she's she doesn't really have much of a hobby or anything. So I told her, I was like, Mom, you need to get involved in something. So I made an appointment for her to check out the senior um, center. It's not a senior uh-huh. citizen, you know, like a, mm-hmm. a senior home or whatever. It's a senior yeah. center, like where seniors go out, you know. So they have uh-huh. this really cool thing that they have lunches all the time. So they come and pick you up, and they have, like, a volunteer drivers and stuff like that because my mom doesn't drive. So she went the first time. She was really happy. The second time, you know, she's like, oh, you know, I can, like, maybe I can teach them something. They can teach me something. The next time oh. she went there, and that's what I'm saying, like, caregiver is not for everybody. Because, you know, she's in <laughs> good health, and she's fairly she young comparing to some mm-hmm. other, you know, probably mm-hmm. uh, seniors who were there. I've never been to the place, so I can't really say. But the thing mm-hmm. is, the second time she went around, she did not want to go back again. Because oh. she said, you know, would they feed them? Like, she said, oh, my oh. God, like, burgers, oh. like, there are, like, the meat is like, you know. And I'm like, oh. you know, maybe this stuff is free but it should be really thought of, you know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, is this like a healthy, you know, food to, to feed, mm-hmm. you know, someone in the, you know, whatever. And, you know, so she really got turned off by like, you know, mm. what she had observed the second time mm-hmm. of mom. So she's like, I'm not going back.
2: I'm like, yeah. you know, mom, oh, so yeah. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, but. It's, I, I thought this is my next project. This yeah. is my next project. I'm reaching out to Sean Parker, billionaire. Sean, if you're listening, uh, I'm coming after you, buddy. Donated $24 million to Stanford. Bless his heart. Uh, Invented Spotify and several things. But I'm after, and and a good friend of mine uh, put me onto this, because of the situation with the uh, elders and young people. And my friend and I were talking. She says, God, I'm 70. I said, well, I'm going to be 59 pretty soon. Who's going to take care of us? So we decided to come up, and there's actually models for this, Coach Rhea, to have, uh, they call them greenhouses. (laughs) I don't like greenhouses. I think I'm going to be a vegetable or something. But uh, I like the word living centers, where they have the older people and the younger people and pets. And it's home. It's home style stuff. So say you've got an older person and a younger person, they like to cook. You know, say you've wow. got gardening, say you've got pets and these uh there's a model on the east coast and a model on the uh, on the west coast. I darn there's gonna be a model in San Antonio. I am like all into it. <laughs> Oh my God, that sounds sure fantastic! Happy. Where is it in the ebook? You know, which you know, I I don't I've I've got the article here somewhere. I'll have to send that, that is really receipt. cool. Yeah, it's it's building better nursing homes. It's the greenhouse project. It's like I'm not crazy. I will I will scan this article uh, to you. The greenhouse project It's in the business section. I, I do a little bit of writing for uh, Forbes. So it might Forbes, have been yeah, right. Forbes, magazine, uh, yeah yeah uh but it's uh, the green I'll, I'll send you, send it to you and it's like i don't know about the greenhouse i feel like a cuz you know there are some there's some jargon but the shop is absolutely fantastic yes. i
0: have to tell you my mom enjoys hanging out with the younger people because her yes. whole live and I think just yes. just just hearing what you said, I think that the concept is really great because what you really need, and I can tell you and I always mention it on on the show here all the time. your first goal is always to feel good now, so when you feel yes. good, you know you can pretty much do anything right you Absolutely. But you have the power to do something, you know whatever it mm-hmm. is within your 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 uh, capability. But you, when you feel good, you feel like, yeah, I can do this. And this is how, like, you know, that's one reason my mom, she actually did not want to go back because she, it was like depressing to her. Yeah,
2: exactly. She felt like <laughs> that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm gonna scan this to you. I, I, and okay. I love to. I love to. Yes. Yes. Well, we are listening.
0: <laughs> you know, again, I want to remind our listener, we go and, you know, we go so people who. Kind of going in and out, you know, listening to the show. We are talking with Debbie O. She is, I call you Debbie O because I'm not sure if I pronounce your <laughs> last name right. <laughs> Debbie O-Y, like right, right? that's fine. Right. Debbie <laughs> that's- is a special life and also a bliss ability. She brings resources together to help families of young adults with disability transition easily. Into an independent lifestyle, and I think that's what we need more of, right? Because oh, when, you, yes. when you feel independent, I think you feel better too, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. Everybody has a purpose, everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a purpose.
0: So, Debbie, what are you working on right now? We are going on well, the hours
2: right now, the time went so fast.
0: What do you uh, like I research? know. What well, you know, you I do? am
2: really. I'm seriously. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tackle this greenhouse project. Only I'm gonna call it Living Center or something. We'll get together and. So, but I'll fact this. that's my next big project. I don't know if I need to turn myself into a 501c3 or, or continue to be a consultant or hire some more people. But I'm <laughs> and it's purely selfish motive, because it's like I'm like your mother. I don't want to go and just sit and. You know, um, and eat yucky food. I want to go in a home environment and have some young people around. You yeah, could play games. You could feel like, you know, there's activity, there's stuff. Flirt. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get that last one, flirt. I'm so, like yeah. i trying to keep my mouth shut because I know I want to get in trouble. I I'm am so <laughs> No, nothing more disgusting than an old woman's uh, So, How is Dr. Abbott or Greg Abbott, whatever his name, how is he? Oh, this? well, I tell you, and I don't want to get too political, but Greg Abbott, Abbott in a few minutes gave me the best advice. Um, we were building, a group of us were building a school, uh, developing a school, Monarch Academy, and I told him, and then he held onto my hand, he's in his wheelchair, and the staffers were trying to, like, push me along because there was a line, and he held on and he says uh well miss you know I had a really named and he says well Miss, o, uh, miss Overland, he said it has to come from the grassroots. Which means the politicians aren't gonna do it for you. You know, what you're doing as mm-hmm. far as you know, work it is you know, we do have many, many programs. It's very cumbersome to navigate, I'm not knocking them. Um, but in other words, don't wait for someone to hand it, you know, hand what you're doing to you. He said, keep after it. And he looked at me and he said, it's got to come from the grassroots, okay? Do you understand what I'm saying? It's got to come from the grassroots. So that's why I had that picture with him. The staffers were like, <laughs> move nice. along, lady. But, but I appreciated his honesty uh, with that. So, well, like is, this is like is.
0: anything else in life, you know, not necessarily in just, you know, like anything that you, you know, you have a heart or desire to whether to help yourself or help someone else or be part of a community, you gotta reach out. It's the outreach, mm-hmm. it's asking. I always Yay. say, like, you know, I even told my son this I'm like, honey, if you don't ask, you don't usually, for sure, you're not gonna get an answer, right? Exactly. But if you
2: ask, there's a chance, there's a 50 50 chance that it's gonna be a yes or maybe I a know no. And I know Sean Parker is gonna donate money to this. <laughs> my project. Well, Son, I hope
0: you're listening and I hope people see the show today and I hope people listen to it. So, Debbie, how do people, you know, who want to reach you or they want to
2: try to help in any how, how would they get a hold of you? What's some of the things that we can
0: share on the air?
2: well we can, we can certainly share the the phone number Call, and i and kind of as a joke i did the you know, I have a special life at com. i know you're, you have a website at yeah, okay. costia.com <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and and then my telephone number 210-468-2475 and i get back with you in 24 hours and um then you know just uh if you leave a message and just let me know if you're Needing coaching, or you need a, you know, a speaker for some event, or um, or having trouble getting downloading the book. Oh, I'm so sorry, coach Riel. I'll keep trying to get that little ebook. That's okay. I, I will you. still get it from you.
0: I'm sure we can. You know, maybe we'll bring you back on the show. We can talk more about it. But the the, the book is called Chronic Happy. It's on Kindle. It's a it's an ebook, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's about chronic happy. How to achieve it. Special need parents survival guide, is that correct? Yes, that's yes, it. You're right. Okay. So really it's a guide for the caregiver, for the people who care for these special needs, um, young adults or people with disability. And it's really been an honor. I, I thank you for inspiring me. I think we all can make a difference in the world and we don't have to go that far. Just look at your Yes. Look and, look around and see how you can make a difference and and you know absolutely. it's it's amazing the possibility, endless, right?
2: Absolutely. Just this it's community-based, community-based grassroots. It has just been so much fun being with you, Coach Ria. I
0: am I am delighted. So tell me let's let's close the 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 show with like really happy uh <laughs> just uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, so wait, absolutely. Wait that and, and uh People who want to go to the Jazz Fest, when is that? Oh,
2: yes, the Jazz Fest is coming out in about three weeks. Uh, Anthony C. Tobias. Uh, I'll put on my, I do a lot on Facebook, so just my regular personal Facebook page. Um, I'll put some, uh, or I'll send a newsletter out or something, or add something on, oh, yeah, let's come to the Jazz Fest in San Antonio, Texas, in about Oh, within the next month or so, I'll put the dates out there. This it is so much fun. I'll take one real quick. Slim, um, uh slim man. Oh my goodness, I saw him walking across the parking lot. I was driving, and I had a good friend, a girlfriend of mine, with me. I almost jumped out of the car and went to tackle the man. Um, do some good jazz. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> I love that. That sounds really like my my
0: uh, my thing. And maybe we'll broadcast live from there when oh, I'm there. that'd be fun. It would be that really would... fun to do that. So you know, oh, line up
2: as, some good good people to interview for me. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'll get with Anthony and my dear friend Madeline Lozano with Uptown San Antonio. I co-host a show on Saturday with her. So uh, somehow, all together, we will get we will, we will we'll have a blast. Oh, oh, that sounds time.
0: really good. I look forward to it. I do want to thank you for taking the time, and I hope uh, you know people who are listening—they've been inspired to really kind of like um, you know, you gotta take it easy on yourself. You gotta take care yes. of yourself. If you are a caregiver. You know, it takes, like uh, Debbie said, it takes the universe, you know, to, um, right, to really be, you know, but you got to take care of yourself. I mean, you know, we know Mm -hmm. what they tell you when you're on the plane, right? They said before you help someone else with the mask, with the, you know, the oxygen Mm -hmm. mask, put it on yourself first. Because if you can't breathe, you can't help somebody else breathe.
3: So
2: keep that in mind. And, you know,
0: Debbie also said, what's that, honey?
2: I said put the oxygen on yourself first, yeah. Exactly,
0: exactly. And, and you know, some of the things that you talk about, because you're really heavy on networking, and I see, like, you know, in in, uh, in a place that you are, any of us, we really should network. Because if you have a message or you have a cause, you really need people to know about it. And the best way to do that is really to network, to spread the word. Uh, oh, So yes. I see people who are listening, spread the word, spread the love. Debbie said it takes repetition, patience, and a realization that social media is more about sociology and psychology than technology. Those soft skills mm-hmm. are king, my friend. Absolutely. So until next time, I'll see you in San Antonio. And yes, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the show as much as I did. And I enjoyed you, Debbie. Thank you so much for uh, being a great
2: guest. Oh, thank you so much, Bria. I look forward to seeing you soon. Oh, well, I am too, so <laughs> take care uh, until next
0: time. We'll have okay. fun. All right, okay. take care, okay. bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Well, my friends, that includes our show for today. I hope you enjoyed Debbie as much as I did. She's an amazing woman, what an inspirational person. I, I mean, seriously, I think, you know, what makes people who they are, it's just, Amazing, You know, I mean, like for her to go the extra mile, to do the extra work, being a nurse, you know, it's a nurse, but being a, somebody who is actually reaching out to help, you know, families and, and who care for, you know, kids or young adults with disability, you know, she's also a certified dementia coach, so make sure you, you reach out, reach her. She uh, mentioned her phone number, I will share it with you again, and that is, give me one second here so I can give it to you because I don't have it handy right here in front of me, but it is 210-468-2475. Again, that's 210 468 2475. And Sean, I don't know who you are, but if you are listening, make sure you help Debbie reach her goal of creating that greenhouse or green home, you know, where you can integrate different things to create that home that could be a good, you know, place for people with special needs and stuff like that to make them feel better and feel independent. And uh, my friend, just and be loved. Remember, you know, do common sense. Things that are really, when you care, when you think about someone else, you care about yourself, but you think about someone else in the process, it makes life easier and smoother for all of us. Stay tuned for information on how to get a hold of me, and until next week, much love to you all. Take care. Bye-bye now. If you'd like to know more about me and how I can help you and be in service to you, please visit my website, at www.yourlifenow.info Again, that's yourlifenow.info
1: Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea. <laughs>